Welcome to the Post Show Podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. And we've had as our guest today, Patwin, on December 2nd, uh, city council-elect person. <laughs> no. Am I saying that wrong? Okay, no. help me again. City. City. City council. Okay, y'all. Member. Okay, elect. So city council member elect. <laughs> city council member elect. For Pete's sakes. Why am I making it so hard? City council people elect <laughs> Philippe Cunningham and Andrea Jenkins yes. from the eighth ward, Andrea Jenkins, and from the fourth ward, uh, Philippe. Um, <laughs> see, this is when I met her. When I met him two weeks ago, this is what I, this is, I'm like, this is no. This is great. This is great. It's refreshing <laughs> yes. because you know you're not looking at some old rustic person, <laughs> and I, I don't mean in an offensive manner, but I mean you know you're she tired of your poly. Uh, well, or is she, she is? She, she is. is right. You know, she she's is. like Methuselah's age. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't say that. Um, but you, you know, you get tired of your father's and your grandfather's style of politics. You know, mm-hmm. politics get younger. Yeah. You know, when our parents were younger, they had the Clint, or excuse me, they had the 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 Kennedys, and yes, you know, that's the, right. those people. And they were young. Yep. And so politics, look at Fry. You know, I didn't vote for him, but I'm happy that he's 36. Yeah. I'm sure Mayor Sales Belton wasn't in her. I, I can't say that. I don't know how old she was. So let me not go there. No, I, let she's me just a say woman, that. You can't do that. I know, exactly, <laughs> especially nowadays. So strike that from the record, please. Yeah. I just say that I don't know how old her or Ryback were. I'm just saying, but to see we a 36. Yeah, yeah, we have a young mayor. We have two young mayors because Melvin's That's right. Melvin's 38. That's right. I'm older than both those. Hey, hey, kids. <laughs> Oh, I'm one of them, both those dudes. But it's yeah. so refreshing, and it's I great help. having people that have new blood, yes. and new ideas, and, and that's what it is. Agree, new ideas. Maybe if you don't agree with them politically, they're right. in the seat, and so you want to know how are they going to work with other people? Because that's what's mission, missing on the national level, where the Democrats are saying, "Well, we're not," we're right, Trump, and then the Republicans are go. like, "We don't want to work with the Democrats, but we really need to we come do. together. We, we have to, we do. especially on the local level, because this is what impacts us day to day. And so, even if you may not agree with the politics, you need to find common ground you need to find those issues because you know everybody wants to have you know good clean food to eat you know good environment good schools safe streets safe neighborhoods yes everybody wants that and it's just finding out how can we move forward together and that's what we need to do that's right that's right philippe exactly and so i mean going forward for you it's a challenge because we live in a we live in a ward that i it's not crime infested that's that's like chicago's and i and i hate saying that um yeah i don't like that we're dealing with we're dealing with uh we have uh, a lot of challenges around challenges safety, thank you that's a great way I of mean, putting that's, it that's, yes that's because cool. if we know that crime goes hand in hand with economics yes. jobless and crime are that's brothers right. and sisters that's right and so the fact that there's a high number of jo- uh, uh, job jobless uh, unemployed, unemployed. Yeah. Lord have yeah. mercy. Unemployed people in North yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. It's no wonder crime can increase. Let me just say, let me and, and and I'm putting a broad. Let me not say crime, gun crime in North Minneapolis because okay. crime is such a broad way of saying it. Yeah, so let me be specific. Crime, yes, and then, you know, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. so violent crime is so in general, um, crime is going down yes it is is, no it is is slowly kind of going up yeah no exactly Uh, that's why thank you and that's why you want to phrase it differently because crime you never eradicate crime but you know violent crime you want to try your best at and so i think that having um city council that's coming in that's what i'm saying because it's a progressive it's a little bit progressive more than i am um will we get anything done is what i want to know why would you assume that nothing would get done Saying it isn't, but, but I think that let's the, think the secret is Fry. Fry has a little conservatism. Uh, he won't say, it, but he does. He has a little conservatism, 
in him. And so I don't know if he'll I don't know if he'll go the way of this council. Now, Melvin, St. Paul is set up differently. Mm-hmm. The mayor is in charge pretty much out there mm-hmm. yes. versus Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get the councils OK. But it's a weak mayor, strong city council model. So yeah. and Minneapolis it doesn't really matter what Jacob, you know. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's I.E. my point. Whether it's whether we think it's weak or not, will we be able? Will you be able to work with them enough on behalf of me, your constituents, to get things done? Oh, absolutely. The, I mean, so I ran against Barb Johnson, mm-hmm. and it was a tough race. And right now, Barb Johnson and I are on incredibly good terms. No, we're working really? very closely cool. on a good, smooth transition. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yes. We met for two hours last week. We're taking a three-hour drive around the ward. Like, no, really. I, mm-hmm. You know, I I have worked with just her. you two. Yeah, just us. That is cool. Um, And so, like, so I I have the ability to work across differences. um, And there's lots of common ground. Like, we both ran on affordable housing. We both Mm -hmm. ran Mm -hmm. on, you know, making sure that our communities become more prosperous. Let me me stop. Because we hear that word thrown around so much. Excuse me, Pat. The word affordable housing. Yes. And I I had Fry in that very seat. And I asked him the same thing. That's, That's painted again with a broad stroke. Yes, it is. What is a fo- can you define affordable housing and how do we do something about putting real people that need it mm, right. in mm-hmm. affordable housing? Yes. Yeah, so um, where fundamentally the problem is, is where the number that is considered um, affordable mm-hmm. is um, region wide. And so it's the same mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. Um, whereas, you know, that affordable means something different yep. in South Minneapolis yes. than it does in North Minneapolis. This is true. Right. Yep. Yep. And so um, one of the ways that we can really work with that is actually for us to have local ordinances that um, define affordable based on the neighborhood level mm. income rather than okay. the region wide. Okay. Uh, Makes sense. Um, yeah. Income. And yeah. so um, so that that's one. Is that something that's going to change? Is that something you're going to work toward changing? Because that's not how it happens. I now, have right? to explore the, mm. the pathways for that. that okay. Are you know, there's lots of uh, I'd have to the city, yeah. Yeah, yep. city attorney's yeah. office, but really mm-hmm. exploring that option because, yep. um, I mean, if we continue on the path that we are, like, okay, so actually, so first just say, we're not on a good path. No, uh, we're not. In the we're past, not. Since 2000, we'll just say 2000, um, black renters in North Minneapolis have seen their annual incomes go down by 44%. And the rent go up. And yeah. the, yes, and the rent has gone, has gone up as well. So right now, based on research out of Cura, um, at the University of Minnesota, um, cons- what would be considered affordable to a black renter just by themselves would be mm-hmm. around $375. Mm. Where is that? Wow. It, they're so technically black mode like the average black voter or not voter excuse me black renter yeah. is um, unable to afford already anywhere to live in this and city. that's why i was taking wow. fry to test because i'm yeah. saying like fry you guys put up this nice beautiful housing in the downtown mm-hmm. and it starts trickling into some parts of north minneapolis mm-hmm. but i can't afford it yeah we have to protect i can't afford it. when you got a one bedroom at market rate of 12 to 1300 yeah. dollars that's, that's yeah. ridiculous where can yeah. i so if i'm making nine bucks and that's why Again. But it's the system because this has happened nationally. If you look yeah. at all the large cities, that yes. the same thing is going on, and particularly black, black and brown people are yep. being pushed out. Yeah, but so exactly. It's, yep. Yeah, and that's but why that's I told Hope to keep... when he was at uh, he was ahead of HUD. It's yeah. like you yeah. guys gave us those Section Eight vouchers. You mm-hmm. pushed us in the suburbs. You said, "Here, mm-hmm. go live out there." You pushed us out of our own communities. Yep. Okay, still we couldn't afford where we we're at even with the Section Eight. But you said, "Here, here's a voucher. We'll pay help mm-hmm. you a little bit." And then again, rent, especially after the tornado. Yeah. Where did renters go? 
To what, were, what was renters supposed were, to do? Homeowners, you yeah. know, hopefully they had insurance or, you know, right. but what was renters supposed to do? So, 3,000 were displaced. Yeah. Exactly. And it was amazing. If anyone's seen that tornado, it it's was yeah. massive. Yeah. Okay. It was just incredibly massive. And so you had all these displaced yeah. renters with nowhere to go. And that's what I think that uh, Minneapolis has to, we, there, there has to be a, um, a meeting ground of, do we care about our renters? Mm -hmm. We talk oh about gosh, home ownership yeah. and entrepreneurship. We're actually a renter majority city now. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. and so we, we have are. to. Yes. We have to care. Well, I just wanted to, you know, take a step back and look at the big picture. Um, so the suburbs were created because de integration yeah. happened, mm -hmm. and so. S suburbs, the whole federal system, yep. everything was set up to create the suburbs to maintain segregation. Yep. But then That's people right. figured out, oh, wait, this is actually a terrible way to live, like by ourselves, mm -hmm. not in community yep. with other people, right. far away from resources. That's right. And so folks started, you know, a couple generations started to come back, back into is, the cities. Mm -hmm. And then what's happening now is, so we're just seeing um, a, basically... And we're getting shifted out. Right, and now mm -hmm. we're getting pushed out. So mm -hmm. we're seeing a... Uh, migration that's happening and we have to interrupt that process like we welcome folks into the city For but sure. not at sure. the at the cost of pushing folks out that's like right. I said, we're at a breaking point in north minneapolis right now mm -hmm. everybody's looking at north minneapolis saying that's the last affordable place to live in the city it but it's is affordable too. to who yeah. to who not people who already live there mm -hmm. and so um and so it is of the utmost importance to me to make sure that we have development without displacement and that the people who already call North Minneapolis home are able to stay there. Absolutely. And that's, yes. and that's what, again, that's why we have this fresh new young yes. blood coming to the city council. I do think that we'll get things done because I do we think will. that we're uh, aggressive and progressive enough. Tell us where we can find you. I know you're going to be our city council person in January. But tell us where they can find you on Facebook or any type of social yes. media. So um, it is Councilman-elect Philippe Cunningham, <laughs> uh, Ward 4. So you can find me on Facebook. That's what we're going to be using right now until we have our official website up in January. January, when do you get um, sworn in? Inaugurated on January 8th at 9.30 a.m. in the Rotunda City Hall. Give me, make sure I get my, right. uh, make sure I get my invitation I'll so I can show sure. I'll be there with bells on. And I work just two blocks from there. Oh, so, so we'll have to be there, there then. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Please come me. back. Of Please course. come back. I would love to. Pat, when I'll see you next week. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our post show podcast. Thanks for having us in your home this week and listening to me and Pat battle. Thank you, Stan. Go, Ghosts. Thank you. This is Back Republican Black Democrat. I'm your host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat Lawrence. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.